it's amazing how many things we buy and we keep without actually really thinking about it. And again, if you are married to any of these things, of course you can keep them, but it's just one more thing and it just gets in the way most of the yes. time. It really does go hand in hand, getting out of debt and decluttering. It, yep. yep. Hey guys, welcome to this episode of the Rachel Cruz Show podcast. I'm so glad that you're here. So today we're gonna talk about how I'm prioritizing my spending in 2024. I'll share with you some of my most hated financial advice. And to be honest, I was really surprised by the feedback on this advice. Then I'll share what I am currently loving and hating from Amazon right now. But first, let's talk with Dawn from The Minimal Mom about what we won't be spending money on this year. Take a listen. I am so excited to have Dawn, aka Minimal Mom, back with me, you guys. And Dawn, thanks for being here. Thank you, Rachel. Oh my gosh. Every time she comes on, you guys love her. I I love her. It's just fantastic. So we're going to talk about minimalism because that is something we talk about a lot on this show. And when you're taking control of your money, again, it's really helpful to adopt some of these habits when it comes to the minimalist practices in your life to help you simplify your life and spend less money. And Dawn and her family have been practicing this for over, what, eight years yeah. now, which is amazing. And she's been always gracious on this show to share her knowledge with us. And she's been on multiple times. So today, in honor of a new year and a fresh start, we're going to share some of the things that we are no longer going to spend money on. So I asked Dawn to make a list for her. Mm -hmm. I've made a list. So we are going to talk through it and why we've decided to cut these things out of our life. And so I'm curious from you guys, what things that you're going to cut out of your life so that you spend less in 2024. So, all right, Dawn, let's jump right in to these lists because okay. you're very creative. You're a great thinker. You always think outside the box. <laughs> and all her ideas, I'm always like, Oh, that's good. That's good. Okay. So why don't you start with something that you're cutting out? All right. And again, if you are married to any of these things, of course you can keep them. But it's amazing how many things we buy and we keep without actually really thinking about it. So number one, question all of the rugs in your house, the scatter rugs and the throw rugs and the area rugs, because it's just one more thing that we have to sweep around and move around and shake and vacuum. And it just gets in the way most of the yes. time. Yes. Okay. You know the ones that we just like— just was the one by our bathroom sink. Oh, yeah. Like I had two, yeah. and, and I did way with those years right. ago, and I don't miss them. They collect the hairspray and the hair yes, and like all yes. the things, it's and like you're the just the like, they get so part. gross. <laughs> like I'd rather have an outdoor rug right. than the one by my sink with all my makeup and hair and everything on it. Okay, that's a good one. All right, number two is microfiber towels. So fascinating. So I'm so grateful for you all because you teach me things every day. And so one day I'm like, okay, get your microfiber from Amazon. There's this great set. And, and like so many comments were like, hold the phone. We don't buy microfiber anymore. And so I'm like, tell me more. So oh. it turns out that microfiber is basically small plastic particles. And it breaks down in our water, and they are forever chemicals. They get into our body, our water sources, and all this. And I'm like, I had no idea. Me neither. And so there are catchers that you can buy when you launder them to help catch the little fibers or whatever. And so I am going to use up the ones that I have in my house. I'm not going to purchase new ones. And really what I've learned from professional cleaners now is you can actually just use, like, the cotton bar rags. And so— they're not as fancy, right? Everything's microfiber now, yeah, but they right, actually right. do work really well. But they're fine. Yes. Okay. That's so good to know. Because mm -hmm. I can get on a train of like, oh yeah, I need like six of them. I need, oh, I need sure. so many. And yes. yep. And it's nice to get new ones sometimes too, yes, right? that's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's good. Okay. So one of mine is cups. Okay. I know that sounds kind of funny, but whether it's coffee cups, mm -hmm. water cups, water bottles, 
I get so many yep. just like tumblers or the kids come home. They came home from the dentist two days ago with little water bottles. And <laughs> the dentist like, but it's like plastic, you yeah. know, all of it. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, we just stack up all this crap. Yes. And, our, and what stresses me out the most on is I open our cabinet. Yep. And it all like, and you're trying to push yes. everything back in. I'm like, I'm done. I'm right. done. So like more water models or coffee yeah. cups, I'm done. So. Especially the promo, the promotional ones that aren't as good a quality, so they don't yes. seal well yep. and they leak. I need just a couple. Like yeah. give me a nice Yeti or two. Yep. And I'm good. But I don't need right. all these. And it's so much harder to unload the dishwasher and everything. It's actually best if your kitchen cabinets are like half full. Mm -hmm. That's what makes it the easiest to put stuff away and to get your family to also put stuff away. So good. Love it. Love it. Okay, so what's one of yours? All right, next, gimmicky kitchen gadgets and cleaning products. So this is tough. I mean, I think we've all gone to the Pampered Chef party, and the hostess is so good at using the products. So she's like, look at this chopper. I'm just going to— And again, I'm not against Pampered Chef by any means. Like I, But I think—and we see influencers using kitchen gadgets— look how quick this is and it's so easy. Well, yes, because they've gotten very good at it. That's what they do and they're trying to sell something. And then we get it home and I'm like, I don't even take it out of the box because I don't even know how to assemble it. (laughs) Or we do use it once and we're like, this was way more work to clean than it was worth the time it saved me for chopping the onion. Totally. Right? And so we've acquired a lot of gimmicky, gadgety things, even household cleaners that we think are going to make our life easier, and they don't. They just end up cluttering up our kitchen. They're hard to get rid of because we've spent money on them. But today, permission to let those things go if you are not using them and they're just cluttering up your kitchen. Yep. Okay. That's good. I love that. Okay, next. I'm very interested about next. this one, Dawn. Okay, skincare, perfume, lotion, candles. So, again, I kind of want to blame influencers a little bit for this. <laughs> um, I feel like every influencer I follow, or, it follow is like, this is my skincare routine, yes. and this is my miracle hair care products, and this is my miracle cleaner. And every week, they have, like, a new thing yep. that they're trying to sell me. And it's very confusing, Rachel, because in many ways, they feel like my friends— Yes, right? Totally, and I'm like, totally. my friends would not steer me wrong. Like, if they're recommending it, <laughs> yes. it should be really good. And once in a while, it is. Often, it's not. Yep. And now, I have all these things in my cabinets, from the bathroom to the kitchen, everywhere, that I've acquired and I'm not using. And so, mm-hmm. I made a rule about a year ago. I, I, like, at the beginning of 2023, I'm like, this is the year of using everything up. I'm like, I am not buying anything new so in these smart. areas until it is all used up. And what I found is that it's not actually the skincare system or the cleaner that's magical. It's when you use it. It's when you use it consistently, Mm -hmm. right? And so most cleaners and most products work really well when you use them consistently. So again, we're at the beginning of a new year. So a great time to like commit. I am using things up before I buy anything. Oh, it's so good. And I'm the worst with hair stuff. Yes. I'm like, I'll see all this different like Mm -hmm. boost to this. Or like, like, I need that. The texture spray. And all of a sudden I'm like, ooh, I'll try that and that and that. Because somehow I'm going to have long, flowy, thick hair, right? Like with all of this, it's going to work. And you're like, no, mm -mm, no. So yeah, that's that's my that's my weakness for sure, for sure. Okay, one that I'm not doing anymore is buying like nice kids' clothes. Yeah. So there's a sweet store, Janie and Jack. I don't know okay. if y'all have one in Minnesota, but it's like the cutest stuff, but it is, it's expensive. And I would mm-hmm. go through every year and buy like maybe like six nice pieces for my kids okay. per season. Did they wear them, Dawn? No. No, they did not wear them. Nope. Yeah. And there I am packing them up to give to our little neighbor right. with price tags still on them. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is like, this is nice stuff. So I'm done. I'm just like, yeah. it's going to be the old Navy Target and it may not even last through the right. season and I don't care anymore. I'm just like, I'm going to spend a fourth of the money. Yes. 
And if, it and can't if we be, have to buy another piece throughout the season, I will. That actually feels better, right? Because mm-hmm. we've gone to that point now, too, with our kids where they're actually wearing their clothes out. Yes. Right? And by yes. the time they're done with it, that it is just done. And I'm like, that feels so much better yes, yes. than donating the clothes that are still like new. Yeah. And so we decided, I'm like, I actually only need, at, at any age of our children, like, they needed one dress outfit. Yes. And that was yeah, it. Yeah. Right? But it's so fun, especially even if you're going to garage sales and, and thrift stores, like, it's always the nice clothes that are there, right? Because always. their kids didn't wear them. And uh-huh. I'm like, it's only $2. I'm just going to grab this. Yep, yep. And then again, you feel so guilty once they've outgrown it and they haven't worn it. Yes. And so I think there's so much wisdom in being like, okay, what type of clothes do my kids actually yeah. wear? Because what our kids wear to school, even yeah. the girls, it's like like Nike shorts and t-shirts. Yep. That's all anyone wears. Right. And I'm just like, why yep. am I trying to convince you to wear a dress? I don't know. I, know. I just think it's cute with like a <laughs> right. headband to look somewhat put together. But nope, they all just run out the door. Right. The whole thing. And I'm like, I'm done. That's great. Right. That's great. Go, girl. Right. You go, girl. <laughs> all right. Next is jewelry. So again, I really like to invest in good quality pieces that are very versatile Mm -hmm. and that I know that when I'm getting dressed in the morning, I can just grab something. It goes with everything. Dress it up, dress it down, and not have to fuss with storing it and untangling it and having stuff that's, um, you know, going out of style yep. and whatnot. So I've decided to just invest in a few good pieces. I mean, invest. I mean, these are from Target. Um, I you love know, it. But they're very neutral, versatile. They yes. go with everything. Mine are Amazon. Okay, nice. Yeah. yeah. So easy. But not to have to put much thought into getting dressed and what I'm going to wear. Yes. Yeah. It's amazing the amount of, like, mental space that you actually end up having when you don't have a thousand choices. Yeah. Because jewelry, earrings are probably my weakness. Okay. I do love earrings. Okay. But I even, like, today, I'm like, and I, I always just go back to just the right? gold earring. I'm like, why don't I just, I'm, I, I can't believe it. But the mental space that it takes to, like, have to sit there and sift through and think and decide, I'm like, no, yeah. it's, yeah, it's too much. All right, next is unnecessary home decor or furniture. So, again, I mean, stores like Home Goods and Hobby Lobby and TJ Maxx, oh, my goodness, the— amount of home decor. Like, when mm-hmm. you walk in there, I'm just like, how can they fit so many things in such <laughs> a like, small square footage? <laughs> totally. And it's so tempting because, I mean, in many ways, I think as women, it is fun to make our house beautiful and to look nice. But I just found, again, especially I think the season of life we're in with young kids and running them places, that it was more to manage. It was more to dust. It was things that were going out of style. And then I'm like, oh, I want to switch it out. And so I have found that as I've I've simplified, highly simplified the furniture and the decor in our house, that it's so much easier to take care of. Mm -hmm. And it's also easier for our kids to help. I realized that often I wasn't even asking our kids to help in certain areas because I'm like, oh, don't break that or don't touch that or only I can do that. And so I feel like our, our house now, it's much more peaceful that we don't have so much of that stuff in it. Oh, I love that. I know. Because for me, I'm like, I because I I haven't done this in a while. I really haven't. We were talking about earlier Christmas decor yeah. from the previous season and how we bought some stuff years ago, invested in nice pieces. And I feel like when we shopped in 2019 for our home, that's the philosophy I took. I'm like, I yeah. just want to invest in some nice stuff so I don't have to go through TJ Maxx right. and feel like, oh, I should get a new throw pill, all this stuff. Yes. I'm like, you know what? No. Right. I have what I like. Yeah. And it's fine. And it's fine. So yeah. it's nice. And I I mean, I do think that's hard too because there's so many influencers that make their living by showing us different like home decor yes, and stuff. totally. And I love them as people, but I have had to unfollow, especially if you're working on getting out of debt, working, yeah. I mean, I love your children's book about finding contentment. Yes, um, yes. And so... I do think sometimes we have to unfollow certain accounts and or mute them for a while so that we aren't always tempted to buy some of yes, these things. Yes, totally. You open it up and you see something new. I know. Mm-hmm. Okay, so one thing I'm not buying this year. Y'all have to hold me to it. 
is jeans. Okay, this sounds so silly. I've realized with jeans, the style changes mm. every season. Yes. Every season. So it goes from this thing to that yep. thing to that. And, and so last year, I, I did the mom, high-waisted, yep. <laughs> you know, uh, straight-legged. And I was like, you know what? And I bought probably three to four nice pairs of jeans because it's basically all I wear. I just wear jeans all the time. And I'm like, and that's it. I'm not going to go buy anymore because let's be honest, next season— I know. It's, it's going to change, different. and I'm going to want it because I know me. Yeah. And so I'm like, no, I'm not going to stack up on right. jeans. I used to say, oh, I'll have a lot of jeans because it is what I wear. And now I'm yeah. like, no. You don't actually need a lot. I don't need yeah. a lot. So mm-hmm. hold me to it, Dawn. I love that. No jeans in 2024. <laughs> yeah. No, every time I reset my wardrobe for the season, I have two pairs of jeans. And again, that idea like— I kind of want to wear them out, yeah, you know? Totally. And then then the next year when the style changes, I'm like, I can justify getting yes. new jeans. And because I have, I've worn the, I've gotten the use out of them. I got my money out of them. And, you know, mostly always two pairs of jeans would fit in my budget no matter where we were yep. at getting out of debt. And so I love that. And again, is anybody really looking at no. your jeans that much? No, no, right? no. So. All right, next is no fake plants. So again, this um, is something that friends online gave me a hard time about. They would see like my fake Ikea plants and they were like, Dawn, you should upgrade to some real plants. And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, because I kill them, right? You know, <laughs> yes, I was just like, yes. it's very logical. And so I was like, okay, I'll start with a couple easy ones. And then I started having them in our house. And I'm like, oh, it's very nice actually to have living things around us and not mm-hmm. dead things, yes. dead fake plants. And so again, I still stick to plants that are very easy. I have had to throw a couple away. Um, but I, I have grace for myself with that. But it is actually very enjoyable now having some real plants around the house, probably because yeah. our kids are a little bit older too. I feel like I can take that on. Totally, totally. And, and getting rid of all the fake ones. Yes, I love that. I know we have these two vases in our front room when you walk into our house and they had orchids. Because those are not supposed to be hard to kill, apparently. Yeah. And I've replaced them a handful of times. <laughs> but when they are replaced and yeah. I am in the same, it yeah. is, there's just something so like, peaceful yeah. about having yes. living plants. So mm-hmm. I'm with you on that. I love that. I need to do more of it. I think it's great. And there's supposedly something about the color green that helps mm-hmm. us to like relax. And then, yeah. and you know, they help like clean the air and whatnot. We probably need all the help with that. We can oh, I know, it, right, so. right. Totally, totally. <laughs> all right, next is kids' toys and craft supplies. So uh, something that I have learned on this journey of becoming minimalist and getting rid of 85% of our stuff is that kids need very little when it comes to craft supplies and toys. And and it was always important to me that I had very creative kids. I was creative mm-hmm. growing up and did lots of different art stuff. But I realized that kids don't need the stuff. They just need their imagination. Yes. Because we've seen when kids can go outside and build nothing from sticks or other things they yeah. find. Or, you know, the joke always around Christmas is like, oh, well, they just need to play with the boxes. Right? And so, again, I kind of did the, this experiment where I was just like, I don't enjoy maintaining the craft supplies. It felt like a big mess all the time. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I am going to remove the craft supplies. I am just going to have like cardboard boxes, masking tape is very safe for kids, and some markers. And they would play with that stuff for hours. And so I know it's fun to go to the dollar store, go different places and get all the fun bright color and pom-poms and and the pipe cleaners. But if that is a lot for you to manage, and if you're kind of tired of having to organize it and take care of it, and your kids aren't very good at, at doing it, I would encourage you to highly simplify that stuff and just let them use their own imaginations with the limited things they have. You're going to be so impressed with the things that your kids come up with. Oh, it's so fun. Don, you're a hero. Thank you for just <laughs> releasing all of that from us. Feeling like, because it is true. Yep. I'm like, we have a thing of crayons and we'll get some from like a 
you know, even a restaurant. Yeah. Like, they'll come home and I'm like, just throwing throw the crown. Yeah. And I'm like, that with some blank sheets of paper. Seriously, yeah. my kids still, yeah. to this day, I'll do it. And it's like, and it just does something for them. I'm like, yeah. this is great. This is great. Mm-hmm. Okay, one thing I'm not doing in 2024 is the Target dollar section. I'm right there with you, sister. I, yeah. I, and, I, and I've been pretty good at it recently. That's yep. why I feel confident I can put it on this list. Because yeah. I'm like, I think I really can fulfill this one. Because I used to just go buy stuff. Yeah. Just crap. That I'm like, and you justify yeah. it. Price justify it. Oh, I don't need sure. it. Yeah, My kids don't need it. I mean, it's all yeah. of it. So, uh, yeah, put the blinders on. Keep yeah. moving. Well, and I notice, because I'm always, you know, around my house, I'm like looking like what stands the test of time and what doesn't. Mm-hmm. And I felt like even though it was always like super cute, on trend, inexpensive, yeah. the scale was never right. Like yes. it would be cute in the store and then I get it home and I'm like, it's so tiny. It's cute and tiny. Yes. I need 14 of those yes, or I have to yes. pair it now with something from, you know, TJ Maxx or whatever. Totally. And so I, I did, I'm like, this stuff does not stand the test of time or it goes out of style. Mm-hmm. And so again, I, I put the blinders on and... I, I haven't really missed any of it. I know. No. Me neither. Me neither. It's good. All right. Next, things I no longer buy are subscription boxes. So in the beginning, when they first came out, I'm like, this is so fun. Yes. You can try new things. I had an Ipsy subscription, and you get, like, different makeup products. I'm like, mm-hmm. it's so fun to try new things. And, like, the first box is super fun. The second one, you're like, oh, I used some of it. But then there's stuff I didn't. But I feel like with subscription boxes, most of them, by the time you get the second, third, fourth, you end up bringing a lot of stuff into your home yep. that you don't end up using, doesn't totally fit your needs, and they're kind of expensive, too. Yes, totally. Oh, yeah. Well, for me, it's like I, half the stuff I just didn't never use. And right. then it ends up in a drawer. Yes. Because I feel bad throwing it away right. or whatever it is, and <laughs> yes. it just keeps it going. So, yeah, I'm with you. I haven't done them. I haven't done them in years. Yeah. yeah. I'm the same. All right, next. Again, it's the new year workout equipment. And so uh, how guilty do we feel when we buy new shoes, new workout equipment, new leggings or whatever it is, new gym memberships, and then we never use it and we see it there. And so my best encouragement to you is to start the new habit first and then reward yourself with the new stuff. So really, if you're hoping to get in shape this year, you could just walk outside. I mean, Mm -hmm. Minnesota, Nashville, not. It depends on the weather. Um, But there's so many things you can watch free exercise videos on YouTube. There are so many things that we could do right now to start the habit. And then once we've proven to ourselves and kept this commitment with ourselves, then we can reward ourselves with new shoes or some new equipment. Mm -hmm. And that feels so good. Yes, for sure. Once the habit is in, because Mm -hmm. I think you're exactly right. You get, because I used to feel like, Oh, if I get the stuff, that's, that's going to be the thing. Me that, do it, right? That's going to be the motivator. And it's not. The no. stuff just, the newness of it is done. Right. It's just another cute pair of yoga pants, but yep. you're not doing yoga. So <laughs> you doing it though and getting in that rhythm. And yeah. then I love that, rewarding yourself with a great outfit because let's be yeah, honest, you've earned it. it. Yeah, yeah. You're like, I'll do it. I can do that. <laughs> okay, so one thing we're not doing and spending money on in 2024 is nice restaurants with the kids. Mm. I don't know why we do this, Dawn. We do it to ourselves. <laughs> because Winston and I love good food. Yes. So we're like, if we're going to go out to eat, like, you know, we, you can only do Chick-fil-A so many right. times. So we're right. like, let's go to like a nice restaurant. Yeah. Our kids are just at the cusp. I think like 2025. Okay. <laughs> I may insert it back Something in. Something to look forward to. <laughs> but there's just still that like amount of stress yeah. as a mom that yes. I'm like, everyone, shh, don't, because I don't want to ruin and everyone else's. Everyone food. else, right. Yes. And like, you're not eating mm-hmm. the kids' meal. That was $14 right. or whatever. Right. And I'm just like, Oh my gosh, why do we do this? And Winston, yeah. I can't enjoy it. So no. we're reserving all nice restaurants just for me and Winston yeah. for date nights. I'm like, I think that's a great We idea. can enjoy great restaurants, but why bring why bring the kids? They're going to want a chocolate milk that costs five. You know what I mean? Like the whole, <laughs> know, all of it, right? all of it. I'm just like, oh my gosh. So that's one thing. That's one thing that we're cutting out. So we'll see. We'll see if it sticks. So as you guys can see, you know, overall, there's no like, magic to one specific thing or product that's just changed our lives. Mm -hmm. But really what brings the most fulfillment is 
keeping it simple to free up my time and my mind so I can spend it with the people that I love. So be smart, you guys. Be smart when you go and spend money that it's not the thing that brings peace in your life. It's who you are. And I'll just tell you, it it gets easier over mm-hmm. time to say no. So yes. start that muscle and it will come natural. So Don, thank you so much for being a guest on today. I always love having you in. Yeah, thank you, Rachel. So thanks for all your thoughts. And where can everyone find you? Um, I hang out the most on YouTube. So we have over 700 videos to help you declutter. Of course, January 2, the time where so we're good. looking at moving stuff out of our house. I can help you with that. I'd love to help you declutter. So, so great. I know. I love People love us teaming up, especially on my channel, because so many of the people I watch watch yes, you too. So. It, it really does go hand in hand. Getting out of it. debt and decluttering, it, it's yep. Yep. They're like BFFs. So <laughs> great. Hey guys, it's Rachel Cruz here to tell you about a faith-based alternative to health insurance that can make healthcare more affordable. Christian Healthcare Ministries. CHM allows members to share each other's healthcare costs and it's as easy as one, two, three. Step one, choose the healthcare provider you want. Step two, submit your eligible bills. And step three, get reimbursed. CHM members, take care of your eligible medical bills. With no networks and the freedom to choose your healthcare provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org slash budget. Okay, today I'm going to be explaining another one of my controversial takes. Today's topic is the one piece of financial advice I thought was like 100% safe and that I wouldn't get canceled or yelled at on the internet for. And the teaching isn't really even about money when you boil it down. It's more about who you are and your character. So what I'm talking about is giving. So who knew encouraging people to practice generosity would cause such a heated uproar, but did it ever? Yeah. Oh, sure enough, whenever I am editing someone's budget and looking at it or showing people how to plan out their paycheck using every dollar, one of the most common comments that I get about how dumb it is to give away a portion of your income when you're trying to build wealth, how could she keep giving in there? This is unbelievable. I mean, they keep going at it. And I'm like, okay, I get it. Yes, when you are giving money away, you technically have, you do, you have less money to pay off debt or build wealth or whatever it may be. Like, yes, that is that is true. I understand that. But also, can we just talk about what a good thing giving is, regardless of where you are financially? Giving and living your life with an open hand is pretty incredible. And I guarantee that this will transform your relationship and your progress with money. Now, if you are somebody on the spiritual end of the spectrum, right? So like you're a believer, you're a Christian, like whatever you could put in your religion of whatever you worship, if you do. For me, I am a Christian. And so there is a thing called the tithe in scripture that I do practice. And the tithe is 10% of your income. It talks about this in the Old Testament. And then Jesus talks about giving a lot in the New Testament. And so for me, there is a spiritual element that not only is it out of obedience, not in a legalistic way, but I do believe God sets this up for us to be reminded that, hey, this is all his anyways. And when you do give, there is a level more of trusting, I think, a higher power, right? And in my case, God, than just myself. And there is something about, hey, I'm going to work on who I am in this process and opening my hands and being a selfless person. And I am going to be giving and creating that habit in my life because ultimately, I believe spiritually, that is what God is. He is a selfless God. He is a giver and we're created to be more and more like him. We are 
in that process of being refined. And I think when it comes to your money, there is something about letting go of that control and saying, hey, I am going to trust you in this and I am going to be obedient and I am going to give 10%. And for the tithe specifically, it is to your local church. And so Winston and I, we do this. And and every month it's like, hey, we're going to put money aside 10% for a tithe. And we've done that from the very beginning. And my parents even talk about this. They tithe into bankruptcy and out of bankruptcy. So it's not one of these things either, a prosperity gospel, that if you do this, you're going to get a BMW in your driveway when you come home, or you're gonna you're gonna get a hundred thousand dollar raise next year, like you know something crazy because some people go off on that end. But I do believe something happens inside of you. There's a level of contentment. There is something that is produced in you when you are a selfless person. And I think from a spiritual aspect, that is huge. Now, if you're not somebody that is a believer, or you know you have a spiritual practice in your life when it comes to money, let's just talk about just like the humanity, right? the humanity and your posture and your heart towards money. Because if money becomes the thing that you're after and that's it and that's the only goal in mind and it's the only thing you're looking at and you're obsessed with it and it does become the thing in life, you're gonna you're gonna hit that goal. You're gonna get that, that car you've wanted. You're gonna get the thing and you're gonna realize, wow, that's like, it's temporary happiness. And then it's gonna be the next thing and the next thing. And it's never gonna be fulfilling. But what's fulfilling is when you honestly Again, live your life with that open hand, financially speaking, and you help people and you experience the act of giving. There is a joy in that that can't be bought. There's a joy in that that is, it is unbelievable. And Winston and I have done some anonymous stuff and I, and I can just tell you, it is one of the joys that we are able to do. And we also have places and ministries and foundations that we personally love and have a heart for that we give to every month because we believe in what they're doing. And for me, it's always around the idea of anything with kids. So whether it's like fostering or adoption, like anything in that spectrum, I just feel like if people have the resources to be able to do it, like that's where I want to give. And what it does is it moves you beyond yourself. And that's what giving does. It's really a beautiful thing to go on that spectrum from being selfish, where it's like all about us, to actually looking up and looking for others and being generous. So I know for some of you, you're thinking, yeah, Rachel, that's great. But listen, I'm drowning in debts. I'm trying to budget, but literally have no money. What do I do? And listen, I hear you. I know. It's been a really hard year financially for a lot of people. Last year was. So what I would say is be as diligent as you can, but I would give something. Like even if it's $10, but start that habit. I always tell people, give a little until you can give a lot. 10% I think is a great baseline, but if you can't get there, give something. Start the habit because people believe, well, if I just had more money, I would give. And the weird messed up truth of it is, if it's not a habit in your life and you get more money, your lifestyle just seems to match up to that and you just get used to that and used to that. And it's not as easy because you're just continuing to live in the habits you've been living. So once you start getting out of debt and you have an emergency fund and you start to get control of your money, you're gonna find more margin and that's where you can up it. But dream big about this, you guys, because generosity is a part of money that a lot of people don't talk about, but it is something that is so, so huge. It is huge in who you are. So find that thing. Again, for me, it's foster care and adoption. Like I had this goal. I'm like, how fun would it be to pay for somebody's international adoption one day and just like write the check for them and just do it. Like have things in your life that you think, I want, I want to do that. I want to do that. Because that is going to spur you on to do things bigger and better than just what's in you and what you want for your life, right? So changing your family tree is huge and doing all the Ramsey baby steps. Part of that is to change your life and change your family tree's life. But we say to live like no one else so later you can live and give like no one else. And giving doesn't have to be a thing you dread or you hate to do. Again, making it small and a manageable habit now. And as you start to do better, open that up and continue to give more and more. So 
whether you're you know spiritual or not, whatever, the science though is there. It is proven that people who are generous have higher levels of joy, have healthier mental health stability, and there is just something about living your life selflessly that affects all areas of your life, and it's a pro. It's a pro. So give it a try today and even download every dollar because when you start your budget, you'll see on every dollar the very first category is giving. I challenge you to a new way of thinking. Practice generosity and put something there. Hey, you guys, do you ever feel like Amazon listings, they trick you? into ordering something and then you end up getting it and you're like, this is just terrible. Well, recently in my Amazon purchase history, I've seen some highs and I've seen some lows. So today, in the spirit of saving you from wasting your money, I'm gonna share four things that I loved from Amazon that are actually great buys and four things not so much. And since I always end on a positive note, let's just start with the bad (laughs) things I did not like. So the first item that did not meet my expectations that I really hope for. And I will admit, I feel like I was a little influenced into buying them because I saw a few bloggers and then a few celebrities that had them on their stories. And I was like, oh my gosh, these are so cute. And it's like these hoops and they're very, very, very thin hoops. And I thought, I want to try these out. And so I ordered some off Amazon, got them. And yeah, definitely not as high quality as they seemed. Yeah. Uh, it was a little bit sad because when I started putting them in, I was like, oh my gosh, it's like, like, like you bend it and it just stayed that, like there, it didn't even have a shape. Like it just was not great. Cheap metal. It broke. Just, just not good. But after that accessory fail, I decided to pivot. A piece of workout equipment should be great, right? Which brings me to the second Amazon item that was not great. I must say, I have, you know, some compassion on the version of me who thought that she could buy some cheap athletic gear on the internet and suddenly just, it'd be great and awesome. So Winston, actually, we were looking online and I was like, ooh, I really want some resistant bands because we were doing some stuff and he got a pull-up bar and I was like, this would be great, great, great. Yeah, they weren't. I think they lied. Like, I genuinely think they they just, they did not, they did not work, y'all. I'm telling you. Like, they had like a certain weight or something of what the resistant was supposed to be. And I was like, this isn't it. They were just cheap. They were not great. So it was a it was a no-go for me, at least in my experience with these, with this brand. Uh, which is why I decided to pivot back to jewelry again with item number three. Now, I know that some of you have very strong feelings about my why behind this purchase, but Winston and I had a trip coming up where we had tickets to a very exciting show. And for this show, everybody in the audience dresses up very enthusiastically. It's a lot of Gen Zers and millennials and, you know, all the things. And so, yes, it was a Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift concert. So I decided to go with the reputation vibe. And so I got these, like, this packet of snake jewelry. <laughs> and I was like, this would be great. And I think the earrings are fine. Everything else, it was just crap. I, I tried doing the bracelet, but it kept unwinding. It was falling apart. The necklace, like, it was supposed to cross, but it, like, looked all bizarre. Anyways, it was very inexpensive, and that's when you realize some things you buy that are cheap are, like, dupes, and they're awesome and actually are great and hold up well. This, not so much. Not so much. The outfit was great. The snake situation around the arm and the neck, yeah, it just wasn't. It wasn't. Very sad, but we're fine. We live to see another day. So the fourth Amazon fail on my list is the sticky patch that goes on your iPhone so that it sticks onto surfaces while you film. And I've seen some influencers use it and had a short video or would talk directly into their phones for a social post. And, you know, that's my job. So I was like, oh yeah, what this is is great. What's so funny is Winston 
bought one too, uses it all the time. All the time. For me, I don't I don't like it. I think I got makeup in it. It doesn't stick as well. And every time I put it up, I just feel like I'm like panicked because I'm like, oh my gosh, I like feel like it's gonna fall down and it's gonna break. And I get more anxious using it than not. So it's maybe it's more of a me problem, but I was like, mm-mm, can't do it. It was not my favorite purchase. I didn't like it. Okay, before we go and cancel our Amazon Prime accounts, those are things that I did not love. But here are some that I did love. Buying this next item on Amazon pretty much was a core value of mine at this point. I use these every single day, but they're way too easy to lose or to break for me to ever buy a really fancy version. And I know we've all had moments where we accidentally sit on them in the car and crush them, where they drop into the lake and you can never find them again. And if you know me, you know that Amazon sunglasses are a must. I mean, a quick $9.99 pair that is trendy and cute, and they look like they're $500, but they're not. Give me Amazon sunglasses all day, people. All day. All right, the next Amazon item that I've been loving recently is another go-to plastic accessory. I remember seeing these for the very first time back in the 1990s, you know, at Claire's in the mall. You can almost smell that Auntie Anne's pretzels in the food court, you know, go back there. Well, the second item that I just love from Amazon are some good claw clips for my hair. Yep. Now, they come in all different shapes and sizes, but let me tell you, these that I bought, it was like a four-pack, large clips, and they are some of the best in the biz, I'm telling you. It's just one of the best things that you can do. I'm like, it was cheap and expensive, showed up at my door, and cute and trendy, all the things. All right, you guys went crazy for this third Amazon purchase that I loved. And out of all the financial content that I put out on the internet, all the things about teaching you about money on social media, this was the thing you couldn't stop commenting about. And I don't blame you because I literally wear these once a week and get compliments every single time I wear them. And they are my pink trousers from Amazon. Mm -hmm. They are the comfiest piece of clothing ever. They are flowy. They are professional. They are cute. And I have them in four other colors because they're affordable and they're wonderful. So give me a good trouser all day, any day. And all of you loved it. You were all like, where did you get those pants? Where did you get those pants? Amazon. You're fantastic. Hey, but if I'm being honest, this fourth and final item probably has been the biggest game changer of my life day to day because my entire life, I've struggled with the same thing that a lot of women struggle with from time to time. You know, no matter who you are, it's part of your appearance that you think about at least once a day when you wake up in the morning. And for me, it's something that I'm very aware of and I spend a good amount of time on because I'm on camera and the lighting and the pictures and all the things. And that is my BioSilk hair therapy treatment. It is like, great. I get a lot of my products on Amazon. But this, I got really inexpensive. It was cheap. I think it was like $17. And I just use a little bit at a time. But it's convenient. It does great for the ends. It's useful. It's all the things. And it doesn't cost a fortune. So moral of the story, the most convenient, useful products in your life, they don't have to cost a fortune. And sometimes when you buy something because it looks so life-changing on Amazon, it ends up not fulfilling the needs in real life that you think it might. This, oh, it did. But of course, online shopping has to fit into your budget, of course. And make sure to check out Every Dollar to create your personalized monthly budget so that you can know, hey, how much money do I have to spend on clothes or hair products or resistant bands, ones that actually work, right? Like those kind of things. Oh, Amazon. I usually love my purchases there. But yeah, a couple of those just didn't, didn't quite do it, you know? happens sometimes. Well, Dawn, I want to thank her so much for being on the show. She's incredible. Make sure to check her out 
And for all of you guys that are loving this podcast, if you would leave a review and let us know the things that you wanna hear in future episodes, because I love to hear from you guys. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. And remember to take control of your money and create a life you love.